Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having a great day and ready to have another amazing week. Before we jump into today's episode, I just want to take time out to say thank you so, so much for your support with the launch of this podcast. It has been amazing to hear back from you all and to hear how this episodes have been inspiring and encouraging you and to read your comments. I just really, really appreciate it. And I look forward to many, many more episodes to come where um, you guys share with me how you feel. So continue to rate and continue to comment and shoot me emails and text messages and let me know. And I just really, really appreciate it. So I just wanted to say thank you first and foremost. Now, Today's episode was not planned, okay? Um, This was not on my list. I have a content calendar of things that I'm going to be discussing, and this was not on the list, but it was something that has been on my mind uh, a lot lately, and it was kind of confirmed that I needed to do it sooner rather than later. After hearing a sermon by um, Joe Osteen, I will link that sermon below. Um, When I heard that sermon, I knew that that was a sign that I needed to do this podcast, Immediately. So that leads us to today. And today I want to inspire you to beware of the power of what if. What if can be a gift or a curse? It's all in how you use it. And it's one of those things where you look at it either as the glass is half empty or the glass is half full. You know, how you use what if can determine what you're willing to do in life. So, first, let's talk about how many people use what if. For most people, what if is what I I like to call the warrior's mantra. It is what warriors say when there's any ounce of uncertainty. And unfortunately, in life, there's always going to be some uncertainty. So we are always saying what if. The use of what if in this regard typically leads to more worry, more uncertainty, procrastination, fear, and even anxiety. Because the truth is, we will never truly know what if until we try whatever it is that we are being led to do. What if has been my mantra in life before, in the past, and even still sometimes now if I don't check myself, what if has left me shaking in my boots and paralyzed with fear. I can have an idea to do something amazing. For example, start my own business and even starting this podcast, y'all. What if, oh my gosh, I had what if out of the wazoo. As soon as I got the idea, a flood of what if or what ifs came to mind. What if I can't do it? What if it doesn't work? What if no one listens? What if it isn't successful? What if people talk about me? What if I fail? What if blah, 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 and so on. Does any of that sound familiar? I know I'm not the only one that has done that before. Before you can even move forward with your vision or start to plan, you are just paralyzed with fear from the what ifs. I work with so many amazing women, helping them shift their what ifs. Negative what ifs stem from fear, worry, and anxiety, and they build off one another, which is why I treat all three in my counseling and coaching practice. So what ifs are natural, but if left unchecked, they can lead to procrastination and really not fulfilling your dream. So 
Lately, my kids have been in love with this show called Sid the Science Kid. And he's kind of like a cartoon little kid version of Bill Nye the Science Guy. So I'm an 80s baby. I grew up on Bill Nye the Science Guy. They love to watch that show too on Netflix. But they absolutely love Sid the Science Kid. He does stuff that they can relate to. And Sid is always doing the science experiments and asking what if. And this has rubbed off on my kids. So they ask what if all the time. And it feels like a hundred times a day I hear what if. But when they ask what if, it comes from a place of wonderment and exploring. A place of anything can happen. Do you remember feeling that way? I know I do. And my mom tells me about it all the time. She said I talk too much as a kid and ask too many questions. But somehow through life and as we grow up, we turn that what if from being something that we are excited about and we look at it with great wonder to something that we use to um, to propel worry and fear. We stop believing that anything is possible and became professional skeptics. Our ideas and dreams are being stunted by a negative use of what if. So let me let you guys in on a little secret. If you have an idea and you get a case of the what ifs, it probably means you should do it. Bringing up what ifs is typically a scare tactic of the enemy. It is a distraction that keeps you from your calling. In my life, the more afraid I felt about doing something, the more of a sign it was that that something was going to be amazing if I got past my fear. So I do it scared. I gather up all my what ifs and I flip them. I turn them from the worrier's mantra or mantra, depending on where you're from, to the believer's mantra. So instead of what if I can't do it, I say what if I can't do it. Instead of what if I fail, I say what if I succeed. Instead of what if it doesn't work and no one listens, I say what if it is wildly successful and everyone listens. You flip your what ifs and make it work for you and not against you. Replace the doubt with great expectation. Replace the worry with wonder about how amazing things are going to be. What if it's powerful, but it's all about how you use it. So you may be asking yourself if what you think really matters that much. Like, is it that big of a deal that I don't use what if negatively? Is it going to make that big of a difference in my life? Well, I'm sure you've all heard about the law of attraction and the power of positive thinking, which basically says you think positively and you will call positive things to you. And I know some of you may be like, really? You know, is this all in your mind? Well, this This premise really takes me to the Bible and it puts me in the mind of life and death being in the power of the tongue. So basically what we think end up becoming our words. So it matters what you think and it matters how you use your what if. And it's really important that you use it in a positive way so that you attract positive things to your life. So how do you flip your what if from being the worrier's mantra to the believer's mantra? How do you flip it from working against you to working for you? Well, I'm glad you asked because I'm going to give you a few tips to help you do so. Okay, so tip number one is to keep a record. There is nothing more reassuring than knowing from your own personal experiences what can happen when you step out on faith. I always, always, always recommend to my clients, to everyone that I know, my friends, they can vouch that you keep a journal. 
This journal isn't just something that you can use to just get things off of your chest, which is a great thing to use it for. But this journal becomes your receipt book. It becomes a place that you can look back and remember how you overcame doubt in the past. When it was time for me to launch this podcast, a flood of negative what ifs came upon me and everything I could worry about or doubt came to my mind. But what helped me move past it and flip my what if was reflecting on what God had done before. When I look back on what he did with my business and saw how I wondered what if then and how amazed at how well it went, how amazed, how amazed I was at how well it went whenever I launched it, it exceeded my expectation. So thinking about that helped me remember that if he did it, then he'll do it now. It's kind of like that Ty Tribbett song. If he did it before, he can do it again. That's the premise. So if you keep a journal and you keep record and whenever you get ready to go through something difficult, you pull out those receipts and you remind yourself of what God has brought you through and the amazing things that he's done through your entire lifespan. You get to see those examples. And when you reflect, you are reminded of his greatness, of your greatness also. And that helps you go from I can't to I can because you have done so in the past. So keep a record, keep your, keep your journal and you can look back and see your success. Okay. Tip number two, very important one, refer to God's word. Sometimes negative what ifs will have you feeling like God is setting you up to fail. I have felt that way before. But if you know God's word, you know that this is not the case. It's never the case. Many times he gives us an idea, plans or things that he wants us to do. He told you to start that business. He told you to quit that job or leave that relationship. Start that ministry, take that class or training, help that person, volunteer with that program, create that course, and so on and so forth. And our what-ifs have us thinking that we can't do it. But if it came from God, we have to know that he has already put inside of us everything that we need to fulfill his purpose. He doesn't give us plans and ideas so that we can fail and la- that we can fail and he can laugh at us. Like that's not how he works. That's not the type of God that he is. So when doubt creeps in, we have to go to the word and remind ourselves of who God is and what he is capable of. And because of that, what we are capable of. So I'm going to give you a few scriptures that are really helpful when it comes to this regard. Okay. Second Timothy 1 and 7. It reminds us that God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. So that lets us know immediately that if we are afraid, it did not come from God. God doesn't give us doubt. That comes from the enemy. Okay. Romans 8 and 28 reminds us that God causes everything to work together for our good according to his purpose. So we don't have to doubt if we can do it or if we have what we need to get it done. God has already given us everything that we need to get it done. Okay. Philippians 2 and 13 reminds us that it is God, not us, who is at work in you for his purpose. So when you start to doubt your ability, remember that God is working inside of you and it's his strength that is going to help you to succeed and not your own. Luke 1 and 37 reminds that nothing will be impossible with God. So all your questions of what if should be turned to I can because with God, you can do anything. And lastly, my favorite, Jeremiah 29 and 11 is where God lets us know, for I know the plans I have for you. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Guys, this is not a setup for failure. This is a setup for success. The game is rigged and you're going to win if you just get past your doubt and your fear and your worry. Okay. 
So go to those scriptures. Anytime you start to feel like your what ifs are turning negative, pull out your Bible, grab your Bible app and look up some great scriptures. And it'd be a great opportunity to use your journal and write them down so that you can go back to those scriptures and look at them whenever you need some encouragement. And our last tip, tip number three, is to just do it. Shout out to Nike. (laughs) The best way to turn your what if into I know is to do it. Take your past experiences and your past successes and God's words and jump out of the boat. Do it. Whatever that it is, make a conscious choice to turn your negative thinking to positive thinking. Here's the thing about what if. What if is coming from a place of fear? You'll never be able to answer all of your what if questions. You'll never be satisfied with the answers. What if I can't? Well, you can read something that says studies show that 99% of people can do it with certainty. And you'll be like, well, what about that 1%? Maybe I'm in that 1%. Never satisfied. Eventually, you just have to choose faith over fear and do it. Okay. So, and here's another bonus tip. Coaching and counseling help. Okay. Going to talk to someone about this stuff can really, really help you overcome and help you get moving towards the right direction. All right. So that's just a bonus tip. Coaching and counseling is always a great option also. And if you want more information about that, visit the Inspiring Women Weekly website. You'll learn more information about the McLaurin Mental Wellness Counseling and Coaching Practice. Okay. So those are your tips. Keep a record. Know and refer to God's word and just do it. Turn your worry into belief and watch how amazing life becomes. So I hope that you feel inspired to take control of the power of what if, okay? Don't let it bully you around. To use it to propel your faith and not your fears. And so until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. All right, guys, that was today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. For more information in the show notes, visit inspiringwomenweekly.com. For more information about how to work with me, visit mclaurinmentalwellness.com. I hope that you guys have an awesome week and an amazing day, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.